You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Totally Buzz UK podcast, the podcast that gets the weird and wonderful stories that you may have missed and puts them all together in a giant bundle of banter. I'm your host, Laura. This podcast is in association with totallybuzz.co.uk, and this week I'm joined by the one-eyed wonder herself, as my co-host, it's Kaylee. Do you know what? I didn't even see that coming, and I should have. And that was a great pun because I just said I did not see that coming. And you have one eye. Yeah. Well, I don't have one eye. Let's just not tell people that I've lost an eye. <laughs> I went on a hike the other day. Something flew in my eye. Didn't really think of anything about it. And then this morning, I've woken up, and there's a lump on the inside of my eyelid, and it hurts. Case up. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole story. But yeah. yeah. Aside from that, are you ready to get buzzed? Oh, I am. Not buzzed in the way where something flies into your eyes like buzz, buzz and leaves another mark. That would be a whole different... Wow. No? Too soon to joke about it? Too soon, Laura. Too soon. (laughs) Shame on you. Sorry. If you're new to the podcast, let me just explain what we do here because I did mix up the intro just to annoy Kaylee because she says I've got it off the back. So I was like, this is an improbbed intro. So. She didn't even notice. Wow. Loyal listeners, I hope you take note that I mixed it up. But if you're new, let me explain. I have three weird and wonderful stories that have gone under the radar that we need to discuss that are true, apparently. And even though they don't seem like they could be true, they're out there. We're going to discuss them, talk about what comes to mind when we think about them and Kaylee learns about them for the first time. And then all in all, when it's all said and done, Kaylee tells us about TikTok that she thinks to put a pep in your step for the working week that you should go and check out. Kaylee, are we ready to get to story one? Oh, I am indeed. Kaylee, you know we like to bring the animal magic here on the podcast because oh. animals do weird shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. But did you know that animals are also able to have jobs? Really? Well, you, you can get this. You have get sniffer dogs. paid a fair wage? I hope so. Sniffer dog, you know, sniffer dogs and guide yes. dogs. I, I'm, I know them on a first name basis, yes. Oh, yes. I was thinking other animals that have jobs that aren't dogs are surely out there, but none are coming to mind. Well, you get like... Emotional support animals. That's it. There we go. I think I read a story once where somebody had like a snake as an emotional support animal. Really? You read a story? You weren't just on the Totally Buzz where we discussed? It might have been. <laughs> no, you 100 percent were because they tried to take it I, through the airport. Now, now you say it. I think <laughs> it might have 99.9% may have been a story on, on here that we have already discussed. Anyway, I'm we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about snakes this week, but the animal is brought to you by the letter S. Drug sniffing squirrels join China's police force. This was on the independent. <laughs> okay. So basically, according to this, there's now a squad of drug sniffing squirrels. So, so crackhead, crackhead squirrels, like they aren't fucking vicious enough. Well, I, rude. But uh, they do, they're there to join the most elite narcotics division, okay? That's what okay. they want to be. So apparently, this is a, reported is that six red squirrels have now been successfully trained and will be deployed out to large complexes, such as logistical warehouses, to uncover drugs that may be hidden there. The animals have been chosen as part of a test. It's Eurozarian red squirrels so it's a certain breed of red squirrels there's a battle in the UK between the red and the grey our traditional English red squirrel whatever um, brand whatever species species that is then that you know is not on the way but this this one's live and kicking it seems in China at least nice nice but they've been chosen to uh, test other animals instead of just dogs and that and squirrels were selected because they're small enough to reach places that dogs can't you imagine wow that's a squirrel noise I'm just thinking strip searches have got a whole lot more interest I don't think the squirrels do in the strip search. I will say they explain that basically 
they will claw at scrap boxes to sh- uh, search and alert people that you know they may have detected I just, drugs. I just imagine someone's come off a plane somewhere and they've got like a bag of like hazelnuts or something hidden <laughs> in their suitcase, and the squirrel's like, "Ooh, let's we search this boys. one." But yeah, they squeeze into. They've been trained to squeeze into combat spaces, sniff out drugs hidden inside tightly packaged parcels. So yeah, squirrels. Did you think they would have this purpose in life, Kaylee? I mean, growing up reading you know storybooks and stuff with woodland creatures in, I never thought. Oh yes, squirrels would be good for sniffing out drugs. Did you not? Did that not come to mind? In my head, though, I know like it's very serious. It's not like you get dogs that sniff out drugs, and that, so it's it not just, really. I just have that scene from the Johnny Depp version of Willie or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and there's the scene with the squirrels. That's all I can think of right now. See, I can't help but picture like six squirrels in little um, armored police vests. What the like... little caps and everything? Yeah, with little sunglasses on, like. The little Time tiny, like, little tiny sniper rifles. I'm not giving them guns, Jesus! As you said, squirrels have a reputation in this country for being a bit oh vicious. I ain't arming oh them. God. Have they got little fingerless gloves on? Because I'm here for that. Right, there's no picture of the crack team. It's just a generic pictures of squirrels in the article. They haven't done a, like, a photo session going, here's the first year's graduates. But, but Laura... In our theoretical imaginary scenario, do they wear fingerless gloves? I mean, I don't see why they would not. But then, you know, do they want to get their little... They need to keep... Well, they do have to keep their claws out, so yes. Because they need to be able to scratch at the boxes. Okay, I'm I'm on board with this. Says the um, police dog handler who's been assigned to train the squirrels. So obviously they've got someone who's trained other animals and, you know, knows what it takes. Squirrels have a keen sense of smell did not know that. I mean, I feel like I just assume all animals do, but I didn't know squirrels in particular are known for their... Uh... I think that they do because um, when they get nuts and stuff, they bury them and oh, then so they come back um, them later. So that would make sense that they do it, whereas I just thought they were memorising. Good memories. No, I think they sniff it out. But they did say it might be a while till they're actually put in the field because obviously they've done a lot of tests and they train them. Say, got... like, how do you train a squirrel with well, drugs? And how do you... I mean, I've seen them train dogs to do like drugs sniffing or whatever right because i've seen all these like airplane programs where they like hide the tennis ball and they have to find it in between chairs and all this sort of stuff like i've seen how that that i could see how that works how the hell do you train a squirrel well apparently there is footage available online i did see a tiktok the other day that says if you do your your hand in a wave motion squirrels will approach you because it's like their body body movement well apparently they in this footage that they did share is uh darting the squirrels in question are darting between boxes and canisters of similar sizes and colours before sniffing out to work it out. So I guess it's like they set one up without one within and they try to train it to hone in on that smell. So do they have to get like the, the animal hooked on the drug or? No, they just need them to recognise that it's something worth detecting. I don't think the squirrel then digs in. How does that in. work? I don't understand. My tiny brain does not compute. Kind of like I guess you would then reward them and give them a hazelnut for like finding it. Cocaine, here's a hazelnut. Yeah, but that's what, it'd be the same like concept when you train a dog, isn't it? Like It's like, what would you rather have a highly addictive substance or a yeah, but, hazelnut I, mean, I don't know hazelnut but. but chemically I don't know if a squirrel would also get because it's like all different biology this bi- just makes me think of that new movie that's coming out which is like the cocaine bear oh that's based on a true story a true story yeah I know based on they've, they've got a little liberal with it you know well, that right they like Hollywoodized it I don't think it was just oh look a bear on cocaine watch it run around for 10 minutes and then die and then I don't think and the bear then, lasted that bear, long on it the bear went fucking mental and like literally just 
fucking ran everywhere and because it was so high up on drugs but it it consumed so much that it just killed it yeah but whereas i think the the movie implies that the bear got the cocaine on purpose and then went on a rampage i feel like that is because it's like a two-hour movie so i don't imagine it will be that short story <laughs> we'll soon see but yeah, i mean to be fair if cocaine bears successful at least there's a follow-up or a spin-off possible now with the the crack team squirrels could be brought in to you know take down <laughs> prevent this from happening i just get that scene from rick and morty where they've got like the cia squirrels is that level <laughs> what is <laughs> what is it with squirrels is it because they have suspicious faces that they look really intelligent because i think well, squirrels have very like intelligent faces that could be a spy yeah is that what it is are we looking at squirrels and go there's more to them in, you know like the eye? you know there's like the, the the government conspiracy that like the birds aren't really birds and they're just like they've got they're just cameras watching everybody yeah i feel that's one of the wilder ones and been covered in a lot of comedies and sitcoms yeah. and stuff like that. but yeah maybe, yeah maybe i'm familiar really, maybe really the birds have been distracting us from the real brains of the operation. There's a lot of squirrels in my area, which is concerning me now. I might be surrounded, guys. <laughs> squeak, squeak, motherfucker. They move really fast, though, because sometimes I see them on top of, like, my um, fence. Yeah, they're hella quick. They are hella quick, though. You see them at one end, and they're, like, stood there frozen, because it's like they know that you're watching them. Like, you could kind of be like, sup? I just, I, just love just the, I just love the fact that, like, you couldn't have sounded any more posh trying to agree with me. Oh, yes, they are. Hello, quick. You seem to think I get posh at certain points and I don't know why. Yeah, then you go all London hackney and then it's just like, oh, okay. I just, is there any other animals you'd like to see join the police force at this point? A pig. You want a pig? A police? You want... Wasn't there that off um, the pig that I got mean, rid of the I other pig? I that, the... right? The moment I said that, I kind of regretted it because there's that whole joke about policemen being pigs. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking Neither of that. Neither was I. Neither was I. And then I said it and then I was like, oh, shit. I remember that story that we did on Totally Buzz about there being a giant hog in the middle of the road and I feel like they got another pig in to help shoo it away. So he was like, like officer that. pig or something. They I made it an honorary officer. thinking of like films like Zootopia. They're going to they're gonna be real one day. Let's hope not. <laughs> Animals are going to rule the world. You know, I wouldn't give any power to any apes, monkeys monkeys or anything like that i mean i've heard some serious stories where they've like ripped people's fucking scalps off oh it's not just that it's just you know the idea that we then would just be bringing the film series planet of the apes to life yeah i think i'm good i'm just i've always said this and i still remain the fact do not fuck with animals i mean that's good life advice just just don't poke the bear you know what i'm saying just just leave them alone and <laughs> In my head, I'm just picturing different animals in police uniforms and like, what role would they do? I think a giraffe would be a good traffic warden. I was thinking giraffe. It's because they can see everything, innit? They'd be above the house, like, you know, doing... They were like, hello, good day. They just seem elegant. I don't know what it is. I think maybe our minds have been shaped by movie and kids TV, but like you see squirrels as being like really intelligent and more like suspicious. A bit like you see, you know, an owl scene as really wise. That's like the yeah. stereotype. And, and stuff like that. You have the little geeky tortoise. and Yeah, and a giraffe is elegant. Always elegant. A bunny rabbit is full of energy. Okay, so let's think of an animal that's outside the box and what would you think it would be Hippo. if it had a human quality? A- Absolute hippo would be an absolute bouncer at a club. Oh, maybe. And a rhino. Yeah. I mean, let me think, let me think, let me think. I say that. You've just described what I believe are the two villains in, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they're standing on the door. That's literally what we've done. I wonder what a gecko would be. Well, that would be a better spy, surely, with the blending, like a comic. Yeah, and like, on the wall and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be a whole lizard squad of spies. You have your gecko. lizard squad. Oh, my God, love it. Because you'd have your charm. It's like the Avengers now, isn't it? Or the A League of Extraordinary Lizards, which is a play on the 
gentleman film with Sean Connery. Like a great Netflix TV show. Netflix, if you're and really desperate for work. Extraordinary lizards. And then you'd have the Charmeleon. The car- Charmeleon? I'm saying that. Chameleon. You mean the Chameleon? Chameleon. Why am I calling it I was like, the toilet paper is just influenced me. A gecko. I don't know. Iguana. I'm just naming lizards. Dragon, why not? A dragon. Um, Oh, that's a good point. You know, like a bearded dragon. Yeah, yeah. I I realise you didn't mean like a dragon from the movie Shrek or Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, you never know. (laughs) A bit concerned that my go-to dragon was Shrek, then Game of Thrones. Oh, dear. I'm surprised it wasn't Puff. I mean, Puff the Magic Dragon is a whole different... We are the Totally Buzz podcast, so we probably shouldn't joke about Puff the Magic Dragon. I think our hits will go through the roof for the wrong thing. I just, I think when I think of Dragon, I think of like the one from Sleeping Beauty. Okay, that's fair. Right. Should we should we move away from these squirrel squads and go to yeah. our second story? I'm getting a right. bit, like, a bit obsessed. <laughs> a bit obsessed. You're getting a bit nutty for the squirrels. <laughs> anyway, so this was on the Metro, this story. But Kaylee, have you ever got annoyed when people park in places where it says, do not park? Laura, I feel like you've led with this question because you know that I am one of those people that do park park where I should not park. Well, Kaylee, you better not park where this person parked because they learned a very valuable lesson. Don't park where you're not meant to park. This person came back to the car and was greeted with it blocked in by scaffolding. Nice. There was a business owner who become fed up of people parking right in front of his warehouse door. So, like... Mm. Because, you know, that's going to stop him going in and out. Even though he's put no parking size, this was in Durham. So he thought, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And, you know, he was, I think he must be a scaffolding company. Yeah, he's scaffolding service. So basically what he did, he had the materials from a job, you know, and he decided to build scaffolding around the car. I mean, can you do that legally? Well, it, I don't know. The guy's in the way. But the story did go on to say that when the driver came back and that, you know, he didn't really see the funny side, but then they had a chat and they both laughed it off and it was all happy. But, you know, I mean, how would you feel if you came back and your car was surrounded by scaffolding? To be honest, it probably would happen. That'd just be my luck. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, what do you do in that situation? Is the guy sort of smugly lent against the scaffolding, like looking at his nails, you know? Well, I assume it would be in the area because, A, I think it's obviously the scaffolding property would need back. You don't throw them out, you know what I mean? And it's right outside his business. I mean... So, so it's not like he's done it miles away and he's going to left left you without any way to break yeah, it down or... I think it's one of those things. So, like, you you know, because you went to court with me, this makes me sound like an awful person, but anyway. So, long story short, when I was at uni, I used to work at this pub and the car park out the back was so small and three businesses shared it. Like, it was tiny. Like, how would I explain how big this car park was? Um, It was a box. It was like living in a cardboard box. Wow. If you were one space out, you'd be in a different business is how I would say it. Yeah. And basically, people would always come in the pub like, oh, can you move your car? Like, I need to get out, whatever. It was it was fine. It was kind of like a little system. We all kind of just looked out for each other. Anyway, so I got told that I needed a permit. And on the day that I went to go get a permit, it took so fucking long that I got a ticket, which was fine. I paid it because, fair enough, I didn't have a permit. Then there was a second time. I had to park in a certain position because I had to be at work. I couldn't just leave. and But technically, I was still in the car park. And um, I had my permit in the window and I got a ticket and I was like, well, what the fuck? I've got my permit in the window. Clearly, I work there. Nobody came and said anything to me. They just gave me a ticket or whatever. 
and across the street there was like signs saying no parking private land or whatever but it was across the road like if you are annoyed about somebody parking somewhere where they shouldn't be then make your signage more clear put it on the side of the road where it's supposed to be you get what i'm saying yes but i do very short who won this case laura who won Haley won i didn't i treated myself to a kfc to describe this difference for the like you said your sign that you argue with was across the street this person was parked in front of two doors that clearly say no parking oh, well then they deserve it Oh, well, so now you just completely changed side. You're like, yeah, scaffold them in, scaffold them in. in. You're going to be an idiot and you deserve to have an idiot thing happen to you. As my friend always says, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I like the fact you said that like a negative, like I don't enjoy stupid prizes. It depends what you get, I suppose. I mean, what would you, what's not a stupid prize? Every prize is mainly stupid. Like if you went to a fairground, winning a pointless, cuddly tiny toy stupid prize laura you're taking this too literally, literally. i will yes, not, not if you tell me fate, fate is gonna fuck you up the ass i prefer that one it seems more aggressive and to the point okay that's all i'm saying i'm just saying you're saying like i don't want a prize i'm i'm Play just here it. for any form of glory okay i was gonna say other than you you know your own personal tragedy with uh parking has anyone ever parked somewhere you regret and you would feel like doing this to them flip it on the side I mean, you can't put scaffolding together. I don't imagine you being very good at that. They park somewhere that's inconvenienced me. Yeah. Not to give away my location, but I live quite close to school. So (laughs) give um... away my location. Those squirrels are coming to get you. Yeah, they are. No, so basically, I live by a school. Actually, I live by several schools. As it mix it up, throw them off the scent. (laughs) Come three o'clock, it's like gridlock or whatever um, around where I live. And like last year or the year before. There was this lady, the same lady, every single day I'd come home from work and she'd just be parked on my driveway or like in front of my drive. And I'm just like, I'm like beeping the horn and she's just like not paying attention. And then eventually she'd be like, oh, right. And then move forward. And there was always a space in front of her where it wasn't blocking my drive. And yet she continued to block my drive. And I'm like, what the fuck? Move. Like, what are you doing? This is my house. I honestly don't understand. That would annoy me more because... Like, she could have moved forward. Yeah, exactly. That makes no logical sense. I don't think I'm being overly dramatic. It was just really annoying, especially when, like, because of where where my street is, it's literally, like, bumper-to-bumper traffic. So if I'm indicating to get into my driveway, it's better to get rid of me as soon as possible, like, so I can get into my drive and then other people can carry on. But because of where she was parked... You were stuck in no man's land. But it's just like, why are you parking in front? Like, it was an open driveway. It's not like it's, you know, like you could mistake it. And, like, one of the biggest things, like, in the UK, when you take your driving test, is you don't park opposite a junction and you do not park in front of people's driveways. You don't park where the curbs are lowered. Lowered curbs? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not even that, but if you can see, like, a big gate or, like, someone's driveway or whatever, you don't park in front of it. I find that funny that we have that on, like, lessons. If there's a hedge or something, like, fair enough, park in front of the hedge. That is not going to bother anyone, is it, really? This is going to sound really weird. uh, Even take away the whole not bothering someone. Just take that back. But cars are expensive. And I don't want to park somewhere where my car's in danger from A, other cars, B, angry people, or C, any of the above. I hate to be that person. But haven't most of those things happened to you where you park your car near your house? What do you mean? (laughs) What do I mean, Laura? I don't know what you mean. Somebody had their battery stolen out of their car. 
Oh yeah, that, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> and also, there's been like loads of people who've like sped round there, and you've had police and God knows what, and you. I want to point out that wasn't to do with me parking in a bad place, though. I was parked no, but on... I'm just saying that where you do park is not great. Yeah, but I make sure not to park on the. There's a bend right close. I make sure not to park on the bend because that's asking for trouble. All I'm and gonna what... say, all I'm gonna say is, cut your hedge down, build a driveway. Park on your land. That's Kaylee's motto there. But <laughs> I was, I was. All I was going to add is the battery thing was, you know, no matter where I, I could have parked on my drive, they would have gone on a drive and stole my battery because that was a weird freaking crime. Who yeah. steal my car battery? That's just weird. It would be hilarious if the um, if the thieves were listeners. I hope not. If you stole a car battery a couple a year ago, maybe rude. I think it's more than that. I feel like it was two years ago. Yeah, I was say a year or two. I wasn't really sure. But yeah, there's that. I mean, my father's had it where someone stole the car outside the house as well. Yeah, there is that. And then he had the person who hit and run the side of his car. Whoever you are, you've caused this family pain. If it's the same person, it does feel a bit personal now. I'm listing all the stuff they've done. (laughs) Please stop hitting our car, please. Thanks. I mean, even when I park there, it's like I have to like do so many point turns just to try and get the car on the on the actual bend properly. Yeah, but you've also, you just like doing that because you got so used to doing it when you had to park in your uni accommodation. Even that, it's just like, you see the curb and then like, you park, you open the door and you're like a foot away. It's like, oh, I've got to repark this. But because it's on a curve, you're sort of like, your bum's out anyway. Classic, Kaylee. Anyway, we're going to move on to the final story, which is also about cars, Kaylee. Are you familiar with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Yes, no, or not. Right, so do you know Oscar White? Oh, I've got to say this. So do you know what the Oscar Mayer wieners are? I'm assuming some form of hot dog. Yeah, they are. They're the wiener sausages in America, and that's the famous brand of them that they like to use. Oh, okay. So, so is that like is that like our ye old oat type? Yeah, that would be the equivalent. Yeah, I love the fact your go-to hot dog brand. You had one ready to go. Well, no, I mean, I, t- I have other brands. That's just the first one that I could think of. Oh, go on then. Go on, Mrs. Hot Dog Brand. Oh, I don't know any others. That's the only one that came to my head. Oh, I thought you said you had others. Oh, my bad. Like, I have eaten others, I just don't know what the names are. Oh, okay, carry on. Anyway, this was on Fox 5 in Vegas, because basically the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, so basically it's a sports car with what looks like a giant hot dog attached on top. That's the famous Wienermobile. Oh, Kaylee's seen a picture of the Oscar Wienermobile. Yeah, do you know what this makes me think of? A hot dog? There's always money in the banana stand. It is the equivalent of that from a development. But those listening at home, it looks like a sports car without a proper roof. And instead of a roof, it's like a little submarine hot dog is what I would attach on top. That's how I would describe it. It looks like and, something out of like Wacky Races. Also an excellent comparison. It, uh, if you were in that, that would be a Wacky Races. But anyway, even though it's an iconic vehicle, mm-hmm. thieves! Thieves! No! Thieves! But they didn't steal the Wienermobile, luckily. Because, oh. you know, I mean, I feel like they wouldn't get far on this 27 well, foot long hot say. dog. <laughs> like, you're not going to, what are you going like, to do? I cannot find it. <laughs> Where it is bright orange and yellow, for the record. But um, no, they stole the catalytic converter off it, reportedly. That so they had to. Like something from Back to the Future. The catalytic converter? Every... That's a quite a thing on a car. Your car Morty, has one. Morty, we need the catalytic converter to get back to your time. I, I love how you didn't know what he would say in that scenario. You sort of like phase out, get back time. 
But <laughs> anyway, they had to give it a temporary pair to get it back on the road. But yeah, can you believe that anyone would dare steal from this iconic vehicle? I mean, you just discovered it. It's a joy, right? I mean, nothing surprises me nowadays. Everyone's a scumbag. Oh, wow. That's a real upbeat for this podcast. Really upbeat. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? It's like the other day. So so I told you I went on this bike or whatever. And uh, my friend was telling me about this shop in this village. And it's called an honesty shop, right? Don't know if you've ever heard of one. I mean, I can work out the principle. Is it the fact that you go in there, there's no attendance, and you take what you want, but you leave the money or what you think it's worth on the counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah then I get... I... Bomb. Well done. <laughs> thank, <laughs> then, thank you. I was saying in most places in the UK, you just couldn't do that. It would definitely be the dis- dishonest shop because there's so many people who would just loot it. It depends how it depends what the expense stuff. Because in my head, this is not to be disrespectful. I'm imagining it sells a lot of crap. I don't know. I never went in, but oh, okay. But you see what I mean? Because it's not like you can go in there. Mostly like pop and crisps and things. Oh, okay. That's and like, they, they rely on donations and stuff to keep it running. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But in my head, I'm like. Really- I think if it's in a village, it's all right. But I'm just saying you wouldn't have this sort of thing in a city centre. No, in my head, I've got the other village of, like, outsiders. They're here. Yeah, exactly. A bit like like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, that I was picturing Hot Fuzz when I did that weird voice attempt for some reason. But, yeah. Sorry, carry on. I just don't know why you'd, like, target something that this... I I don't know about you, but you could see this vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. And you could see that it would bring joy. And obviously, it was meant to be doing several stops and everything like that, you know entertain the kids go through it's like imagine a... them like rolling down the window in like like an ice cream truck like anybody want a wiener look the wiener mobile's here it's that sort of level but it's meant to be a bit jovial and joyful you know what i mean yeah, and to yeah. take out and make it so it can't I do its like, plan stops horrible i feel like as a child that would be something that was so like odd and out of the ordinary that you'd be like oh my god wow look at that you know you, you say that as a child if i see the google street cam i would get excited <laughs> the, Google, the Google Street Car Cam. You know the one I mean. It has like giant apparently, camera attached. Apparently, you turn into a pigeon because that was my impression. I was like, <laughs> I'm always like, when I get excited, cool, cool. You're I like, chase down cars. But you know, you did you ever go see? This is more of a UK. I mean, it's a global thing, but the UK do it a lot. The Coca Cola truck Christmas. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the Coca Cola truck. So there's like a thing that they do where I live, where it goes rounds. Like it tell you like the dates where they go round. But basically, it's like a tractor, and then attached to the tractor is like a trailer with either a house or a sleigh, and it's got Santa, and he waves to everybody, and then they send round all like the volunteers to go and collect money for the charity. That that's, what they, be- that's what they do where I live and they're like literally they like bow out all the Christmas like Christmas stops um, oh, you know the like, truck like, visits like, my, my place you can hear it coming sort of thing down the street and you're like oh my god it's amazing and then you look out your window and all the lights are flashing and stuff and it's like really really a nice thing like when I was a kid I used to love it and I still love it now I missed it this year don't know like apparently they just came around just nobody knew I love that you've got a very non-branded version which shows you live in a littler place, whereas I rely on the Coca-Cola Christmas truck tour is probably the closest I get to that. I mean, yeah, you do live in Milton Keynes. I think it's probably a bit, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Look, we have no soul is what you're saying. I don't know. Mine's pretty cute, but... Cute, whimsical village town or whatever, whereas I'm more like brand in fairness is actually my taste as well because i did go to the coca-cola pop-up shop in london when it was there and i've got loads of gear see my mum got quite annoyed one year because so like i said they have all these little like volunteers that come around and knock on the door and then like you give them like money or whatever and then one year they just completely avoided us i was just like well that's just rude you disrespect we'd always give them money you disrespect them like we'd be eating dinner and then all of a sudden you could hear like slade being played really loud 
Like you're just like, oh my god, it's here! And then you like get up from the dinner table and like run to the front window and like look at Santa. And even when you're a teenager, you're still like waving. Like even though it's so cringe, you're like, hi. And like, but now now that I'm an adult, I'm just like, oh my god, bring me back my childhood. Is it that's what you you go with? Oh, you get excited over the Coca-Cola cup. Shut up. That's true. It's not as impressive as you think it'd be. So it is a little dis- disappointing well, at I the same time. Be. I was gonna say before we move on, is there any brands you'd like to see have a vehicle like this in the UK that you would like to see? Because obviously this is a publicity stunt sort of thing no, to have no, this vehicle. Me, probably a chicken nugget van. <laughs> you just want a giant McDonald's to go. Here's a giant chicken nugget shaped van. Yeah, driving like, around. They just like come round and then you give them so much money and they give you like a little packet of nuggets. I mean that's fair. That would I'd be make you well happy with that. Do fair. Seeing as I always prefer Pepsi to Coke, unless Coke want to sponsor us, then I'm willing to change his opinion. I do have the Coca-Cola gear. You're like, gear, I'll so. stop looking out for the cola van at Christmas if Pepsi want to join the bandwagon. Yeah, if Pepsi did one, I'd be pretty into that. But Pepsi, like, I always associate Pepsi with, like, the football ads and stuff. So Pepsi would have, like, I don't know how they do, like, a cool Maybe van or anything. Maybe like, a Thanksgiving Pepsi patrol. I don't but know. in the UK? What am I going to do with that? Great. Thanksgiving. I'm glad. America. <laughs> Maybe the Boxing Day Pepsi Parade. There you go. They could do that, bring out the football, because Boxing Day is, everyone knows, the good day of football. Yes. Kaylee loves it. Immensely. So, speaking of football, let's go to an ad break for another podcast. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football Beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. And we're back from the break. Kaylee has just been dreaming of food and squirrels arresting her for crimes she clearly didn't commit that she can take him to court over. But now <laughs> that she's passed that dream, it's time for TikTok Spotlight. Kaylee, what's putting a pep in our step? What's putting our nuts in our squirrels? Don't say that. Um, okay, so this week I've picked a TikTok, which I think is quite uplifting, quite enlightening. And basically it's the sort of thing. So, you know, like in America, they have like the kiss cam or they have the camera that goes around and sees like people who've got lookalikes, things like that. Or they just do the bug standards. Oh, here's this person. Here's this person. And it usually is a basketball game. But no, no, no. In this one, it's a hockey game and it's this little kid's like first ever experience of one and they've got like a little sign that says it says his name and it says like this is my first game or whatever anyway the camera cuts to him everyone's cheering i think it's the most amazing thing then they cut to a couple and everyone's like like we don't want to see that and then they go back to the little kid and everyone's cheering again it's like the most amazing thing and one thing i thought is like this kid looks like a miniature Lewis Capaldi, right? And then in the comments, bam, look at this little Lewis Capaldi. It's just amazing. But he just like, at some points he's cheering and then at other points he's just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but He just, just seems a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, but honestly, it's so good. Just it's give so- it a watch. It will put a pet in anyone's step. Hey, you should get the branding right. But yeah, it's the cheering and booing, isn't it? Because the crowd kind yeah. of make it an experience. Yeah, so. I mean, I love I love those sort of like those little videos because you've ever seen the kiss cam ones where it's like, where people have got a sign and they're like, "That's my brother." <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, 
they're all prepared. Or there was, uh, I was watching Kiss Cam One the other day. Randomly, like this couple that were like clearly not paying attention to each other. Yeah. So it was just like, well, this is awkward. But they were clearly a couple because it was like the way that then she noticed and sort of nudged him, but it was too late, and it was like, yeah. See, sometimes I wish I had a sign like you know, this is my brother or whatever. Because I remember like when me and my brother were younger, like when we were teenagers or whatever, we'd go into town like shopping or something, and there'd be like girls like checking out my brother and guys checking out me, and we'd be like. It's my brother. Like, don't ignore him. Look at me. Wow. I just got this but, idea of you pushing like, him over. Me and my brother, me and my brother look nothing alike. We only just have the same hair colour. That's it. So, like, literally, I've gone on nights out with my brother. And so many people are, like, shocked that we're related. Like, I'll tell you what. This is the most fucked up thing. I went out on New Year's Eve and this random girl, like, joined our group. And she, none of us knew her. She was just really random. And she and she was like, oh, come outside with me. Come outside. And I was like, and they were like, yeah, come out with her. And I'm like, no, please, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and anyway, she ended up dragging me out because I'm just that kind of person. I'm just like, oh, fine, fuck it. I can't be asked. I ditched her outside. But anyway, that's not the point. On the way outside, she was like, oh, you're in there. You're well in there. And I'm like, what? And I was like, what? The guy with the white shirt? And she was like, yeah. I was like, that's my brother. And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I'm good, thanks. I like the idea that you and you were both. And my brother's married. It was just the given of the idea that your body language with your brother must have been absolutely disturbing to her. Because it it's like, hi, it's New Year's Eve. You know, family love. Like, yeah, but it was just the way she hugging. said. I was probably hugging him, saying Happy New Year. Yeah, probably. It's just the way she said you were in there. What body language was? <laughs> I'm drunk, ho. This is funny. You're in there, like wanted to get rid of her and they shoved her onto me like i said yeah. i went outside I, I was talking to the manager of the club and she just like and i was like i'll be right back i never came back <laughs> that's because you were off to go see your brother clearly anyway no! <laughs> anyway i was gonna say aside from the kiss cams at one i did obviously there's two other things that's come to mind i linked it to you but obviously any wrestling fans watching will remember from a hall of fame at wrestlemania a few years ago where miz was a good guy he's normally a bad guy for kaylee's reference that would be the young guy with the blonde wife. He's normally a bad guy, but for once he was getting cheered because everyone hated Shane McMahon. He's the was the son of the, the owner and everything. Yeah. yeah, the grey hair. So they didn't really like what he was doing. He was he's just forcing himself on TV too much and everyone was like, go away. The crowd were cheering him. So I think that's why he started reacting to it over the top and comical because he's like, I never get cheered. And he was milking the shit out of it. But as you <laughs> saw in the video, he then kisses his wonderful wife right, over yeah. the top. Right, right. And then they reply with a little kiss and it's like, Ugh. Everyone kind of like boos, but then it turns into kind of a, Because it's like, you sort of can't boo. Like, it's like, ah, oh, they are happily <laughs> married too. <laughs> it's like, boo. Uh. So yeah, he's that's daddy, quite nice. But he's a goodie. Yeah, it's that sort of vibe. Um, and then the other one you said about them doing it before the lookalikes. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, like I've seen ones before where they do like The Office, and I'm sure there's other ones like Brooklyn Nine Nine and what have you. And then they like, oh, you like they pick somebody who looks nothing like the person. It's close enough. I they actually did The Office one, and the guy who plays Dwight was at the game, so they they got him on camera. This is the same thing because my mother sent me one recently, and it was retro night. And they were doing like random people, like, you know, like Homer Simpson, iconic TV. And it was like some other They did them their own mascot who's a polar bear. They said he looked like Carton from the Fresh Prince, which he obviously did not. But then he did the Carton dance. You know? Wow. But yeah. then it ended with, I want to say his name's Reese. I might have his name wrong, but he was in Beverly Hills when he was like a teenager, a heart from. And they did him side by side because he was in attendance. Yeah. So it was all building up to that. Do you know what? Incredible. I'm going to ask you a question. I know you always ask me questions, but I feel like I need to ask no, you. No, no, good. How would you react? 
if you were on the camera. Absolutely mortified. I'm absolutely hiding and burying into the ground like an ostrich. Why? <laughs> just, just curious. I don't know yeah. how I'd react. I think same as you, I'd probably be very embarrassed. I'd probably go It depends, very A, what, what it is, who I'm with. I think it depends how much I've had to drink. <laughs> that is also a factor. And also, I would say this a bit different because a wrestling crowd, like when I've been to wrestling events, mm. I feel like you're a bit more like, not drunk, but you're a bit more like, uh, it's like an atmosphere. Like there's a lot of the UK crowd, especially you chant, you sing. It's kind of like that party atmosphere because some people say yeah. it attracts people from the actual wrestling. And I don't wrestling. think they kind of ever zoom in on one person. It's kind of just the crowd in general. So you don't oh, feel no, they, like they, they, did, they used to do kiss cams at the wrestling and stuff. Oh, okay. but, but they don't air them on TV necessarily. But they don't do one in the UK when they come over. But it's that sort of, if they did it there and they zoomed in on certain people and like over the top react, they go for people with over the top reactions and sometimes they become famous because of it. Ironically, the person in the Hall of Fame video who, like I said, is normally a bad guy, famously when he won a title, they zoomed in on like this 10 year old girl because she was pulling this pure evil face. Like she was fuming that he won. Oh my God, have you ever seen the one where that kid's like doing um, staring contest? Yes, I think I have. It sounds familiar. Explain. Like a little ginger kid or whatever, and he's like staring at the camera, and every time they go back to him, he's still staring. Yeah, it's that. It's that energy. She, she was putting like a similar thing, and then she became famous. But hey. I was gonna say it depends what on the sporting event you're at that I'd be comfortable because if they did it, they don't really do this at football, UK, soccer, whatever. If you're listening abroad, you know they don't really do that because it's not like the sort of the thing they do. But I'd feel quite uncomfortable at a football game. I don't know why. I feel like it's a di- different atmosphere. You say this, yet you used to report for these games so i feel like yeah no but it's a it's a different atmosphere it's like i go yeah. there i watch the game and i, I want my team like, to win i don't I've, i don't have that party atmosphere like i'm obviously maybe it's because i don't support a team that wins all the time they they are doing pretty good this season shout out <laughs> yeah but, but they have all their songs and stuff yeah they do but it's like it you sort of chant it's not song it's not like you're singing you're like chanting which is a bit more but i feel like i mean i've been to a football game like i know what it's like i get the atmosphere thing but i feel like and i know you're gonna hate me for saying this but i feel like in wrestling and stuff it's more of a show well yeah no i'm not gonna hate you sports entertainment it's not technically no, it's, i know it's, but then like the hybrid stuff but i'm saying it's more it's of not a show, fake like, it's, it's more... scripted but I'm saying it's more like you're at a pantomime or a theatre thing. You know I'll what I'm saying? That, yeah. that's, that's fine. It feels more like that, whereas football is a bit more... It's a, it's 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 more life. it's more people take it more seriously. I mean, people yeah. do take wrestling serious, don't get me wrong, because you get involved in the storyline. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you, I'm just saying you that don't sit there... It's the, it's the same equivalent of you don't sit there and watch EastEnders going, I, I I know they're acting. I know he's not dead. People get into it. Yeah, it's the same yeah, equivalent. Yeah. I think, and I think with football and stuff, it's, it's you know, you don't have somebody coming out doing a uh, a certain walk and they don't have, like, you know, a sound. Yeah, it's not the grand... I mean, they're, they've tried to add things like that before because they used to do... They tried for a while like, to have cheerleaders, which they do at some games still. But I'm just saying, like, the footballers don't have, like, backstories. It's just them. It's just who they are, if that makes sense. They're not playing a character. I love the idea that you're like, they don't have backstories. How dare you? Some of them have backstories. It's like the X Factor for football. We have to get them more out there. I just got the idea that coming up going, you know, overcomes his crippling anxiety. It's Declan Rice to the field. And Katie's <laughs> like, well done, you. <laughs> well, you go, well, actually, no, we say it's not that theatrical. Yeah, everybody t- seems to all of a sudden, oh my God, my ex. Cool, it's so bad, and the next minute they're sprinting. Oh, but, but to be fair, I do enjoy it when they get caught on camera doing that. Like, 
when the ball comes back and they can score. So you just see them jump up and sprint after it. Like I know. And it's like, I remember when they did the, the lionesses. Um, I remember watching that actually. And there was a woman on there saying, fuck off, you cunt or something. And they caught yeah, yeah, her Jill, Jill Scott. They didn't, did. get, they didn't get her, like the audio, but they obviously caught her and you could clearly see what she said. Because I remember saying to my friend at the time, I was like, she just said, fuck off, you cunt. And then like um, the announcer or the whatever was like, oh, we apologize apologize for anybody you can lip read yeah it was I, I think that went viral that was like jill scott in the final i think yeah. yeah yeah so yeah anyway i think we've overrun because we got very distracted by the, how good your tiktok was so <laughs> what can i say yeah so we're gonna tidy it up if you enjoyed the podcast hit like follow subscribe whoop if you don't then a team of squirrels that i'm training to hunt you down will be coming for you yep but, you know, other animals might be available. It depends what I can train. Maybe a worm. <laughs> Legion a of worms. Think big. Think big. I've got to get a giraffe. Jesus. Anyway, aside from liking, following, subscribing and telling your friends to listen, join us again next Monday at 7am for another episode. Follow us on Twitter at TotallyBuzzUK. Email us at TotallyBuzzAtOutlook.com. I think that's everything. See you. Kaylee, say the lines. Sponsor us, please. Goodbye. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.